The Athletic. Hi there, good morning. Welcome to the Daily Football Briefing from The Athletic. It's Wednesday the 7th of February. I'm Adam Leventhal. On today's show... Poch on pressure at Chelsea. There's no sense that, that Pochettino is, is in immediate danger. Dejected Son returns to Spurs. Where is this point in devastating about these results? And Spain's VAR conspiracies. Nobody has that much faith in referees in Spain at the minute. Everybody jumps on all the mistakes that are made. This is the Daily Football Briefing with Adam Leventhal. First, let's round up Tuesday's action and South Korea's loss is Tottenham's gain. Oh, what a goal that is! That is fantastic from El Tamari! Jordan's shock 2-0 win over South Korea in the Asian Cup semi-finals means the Tottenham captain is heading home. Very disappointing, devastating about these results. And um, look, Jordan, uh, they deserve it. They're fighting until the end and... This was a very, very disappointing night. Son could return for Spurs' next game, home to Brighton on Saturday. He's not played since New Year's Eve and has missed the last five games for Spurs. Juan Hee Chan heading back into the mix at Wolves as well. You can read Tim Spears' piece about the match on The Athletic, including the pressure on coach Jurgen Klinsmann. Jordan, who have reached the final for the first time, will play either Iran or host Qatar in the final and that semi-final is today. Speaking of semi-finals, in Spain's Copa del Rey, Real Mallorca and Real Sociedad played out a goalless semi-final first leg. Atletico Madrid and Athletic Bilbao play theirs tonight. In England's FA Cup, Liverpool found out they will host Southampton in the fifth round. He's played Amara! Smashes an absolute crackerjack! Where has he unleashed that from the young Frenchman? After the Saints marched past Watford 3-0, Coventry beat Sheffield Wednesday 4-1. They'll entertain the lowest-ranked team left in the competition, that six-tier Maidstone, while Leeds won 4-1 at Plymouth after extra time to make round five. Somerville, will he use any of them? He doesn't. He doesn't need to. It's a goal of real quality. Where either Aston Villa or Chelsea, more on them later, await. Elsewhere, ahead of hosting second-place Bayern Munich this weekend, Bundesliga leaders Bayer Leverkusen scored a 90th minute winner to beat Stuttgart 3-2 in the German Cup quarterfinals and to Scotland briefly and 75-year-old Neil Warnock's first game in charge of Aberdeen ended in a 2-1 defeat against Rangers who went level on points with leaders Celtic. Now it's semi-final day at AFCON. The first game is Nigeria against South Africa, 5pm in the UK. That's midday Eastern. And our reporter Mahir Mazahi is ready to preview it for us. And the big news for Nigeria centres on star striker Victor Osimhen. Yeah, Nigeria has received a big boost as Victor Osimhen has been cleared to travel to Buake for their semi-final match versus South Africa. He had initially been held back by the medical staff because of some pain that he was feeling in his abdomen, but he has now been cleared to travel and he is expected to be cleared to play. And that's very, very big news for the Super Eagles because although Victor Osimhen only has one goal in this tournament, he has been absolutely integral to the way that Nigeria attack and the way they defend as well. He's been harrying defenders, pressing, um, making himself as much of a nuisance as he can be. And although he's wasted some of 
actually the most chances at the 2023 African Cup of Nations. His coach, Jose Pissarro, believes that the goals are going to come sooner rather than later. And he likens it to a ketchup bottle analogy. He says, you know, sometimes you squeeze the ketchup bottle and just a little comes out. And sometimes you squeeze the ketchup bottle and a lot comes out. And he said, we just keep squeezing the ketchup bottle, but sooner or later, there's going to be more ketchup than we need. He means the goals, of course. Um, but these are two sides with two very different styles. We expect Nigeria to sit back and let South Africa have the ball, but they're going to try to hurt them through vertical transitions and counter-attacking play, whereas South Africa are going to be sitting on the ball and trying to break down Nigeria via open play. So it's going to be a match of contrasting styles, and it's going to be an interesting match um, that could go really either way. Then in the second semi-final at 8pm UK, that's three Eastern can hosts Ivory Coast bring the drama again as they take on Democratic Republic of Congo, who will be hoping to be party poopers in what will be an intense partisan atmosphere. It's very difficult to explain to somebody that isn't in Cote d'Ivoire for the 2023 Cup of Nations. But you can feel it. It's palpable. There's a very distinct difference between the general populace's mood during the group stages and the knockout stages. And that has everything to do with the results of the Cote d'Ivoire national team. During the group stages, they only managed three points and they lost a humiliating match to Equatorial Guinea 4-0, one of the worst humiliations in Cote d'Ivoire footballing history. In the knockout stages, they defeat the defending champion Senegal, but they also beat Mali with 10 men for 75 minutes. It was a really tough match for them, but Cote d'Ivoire managed to, to, to go through time and time again. They're being compared to zombies. People are calling them immortal. They just find ways to win. And what really encapsulates that is that the supporters' favorite chant at the moment is on vaut rien, mais on est qualifié, which translates as we're worth absolutely nothing or we suck, but at least we're qualified. And that's the kind of atmosphere that we're expecting on Wednesday evening against DR Congo. Um, it's not going to be an intimidating atmosphere like you see in North Africa with flares or lasers. It's going to be much more of a loving, joyous, supportive atmosphere as the supporters try to push the Ivorian national team through to a final. Well, if you want to watch the AFCON semi-finals, Sky Sports in the UK or BN in the US is the place to watch. Now tonight in the FA Cup, Chelsea will be aiming to pick themselves up after another defeat at the weekend. Cunha against Petrovic. Makes no mistake, it is his first hat-trick for Wolves and he inflicts more misery at Stamford Bridge for Chelsea. Well, after that 4-2 defeat at home to Wolves tonight, it's Aston Villa away after the first attempt was nil-nil. Lots of pressure on manager Maurizio Pochettino. Our Chelsea reporter Liam Toomey was at his pre-match press conference. Now, does Poch get the sense that he's losing support from the ownership? Not if you believe what he's saying in press conferences, he was keen to say that he talks to Chelsea's ownership and to the sporting directors, Lawrence Stewart and Paul Winstanley, every day. Uh, there's very good communication there. And he revealed that since the Wolves' loss, he received what he described as a very good text from one of the owners. He didn't specify which one. It was clear the the bigger picture he was trying to paint, which is that as far as he's concerned, at least, as far as he knows... The club hierarchy is in alignment and they're in alignment behind him. And as bad as the last week has been at Chelsea, that his job is not under immediate threat. And that that tallies with the indications we've been given as well. There, there's no sense that, that Pochettino is, is in immediate danger, but there is a clear urgent need for results and just as importantly, performances to, to improve again. 
And do you think that the struggles have put a strain on his relationship with the players? This again speaks to the general tone that Pochettino was trying to strike in his press conference, which was bringing everyone together, presenting a united front after these damaging defeats to Liverpool and Wolves. And he almost apologised for saying that the players weren't good enough after the Wolves game, even though he'd said that in the context of no one is good enough right now. He said he does believe the players are good enough to take Chelsea where they want to go and that they do really want to do well for the fans. And and he he admitted that everyone involved needs to do better at building that connection with the fans. And Pochettino also said that you know, he had a he had a meeting with the players after Wolves where he said, I, I love you more than ever, I will support you more than ever. So the the message here from, from Pochettino is very, very clear. It's that things aren't going well and the only way Chelsea are going to get through it is together. Well, there's more on Chelsea on the latest episode of the Athletic Football Podcast. The other FA Cup fourth round replay tonight, Nottingham Forest against Bristol City, who will face Manchester United in the fifth round. Meanwhile, Chelsea women will face Ajax in the quarterfinals of the Champions League. Should they win over two legs next month, it'll be either Bran of Norway or reigning champions Barcelona, Benfica Lyon and Hecken PSG are the other ties. Now, in England, VAR and controversy go hand in hand, but as our Spanish correspondent Dermot Corrigan explains on The Athletic, in La Liga, it's no different. So last weekend, Girona, who are up there going for the title, were nil all at home to Real Sociedad. They have a long, concerted attack, at the end of which Yangel Herrera heads in. Girona think they're one nil up, the ref gives the goal, but the VAR calls it back because he spotted an offside, which came a long time previously, 40 seconds or so before the ball hit the net. And four different Real Sociedad players had touched the ball in the meantime. So Girona felt that, you know, it was a different phase of play, that it was too late to call it back. Goal wasn't given, finished nil all. And it's especially big because Girona go to Real Madrid at the weekend. The only two clubs really in the title race. And there's a suggestion, while the Girona fans definitely at the stadium at Montalivi at the weekend were chanting anti-Madrid, feeling that it was corruption, that the the referees were favouring Madrid in the title race. Same weekend, Madrid are playing at home to Atletico Madrid. Madrid are 1-0 up and Atletico have a goal ruled out for a debatable enough offside. So again, you have people jumping in and saying that it's the referees are favouring Madrid. One of those being Barcelona coach Xavi Hernandez. Nobody has that much faith in referees in Spain at the minute. Everybody jumps on all the mistakes that are made. And it's an unfortunate way to be building up to what should be a huge game at the weekend at the Bernabeu. Well, there's continued coverage of the action in Spain from Dermot and the team on The Athletic, in particular ahead of the meeting of the top two Girona and Real Madrid this weekend. Don't forget Copa del Rey action tonight. There's AFCON, Asian Cup and FA Cup as well. And if you fancy a German relegation scrap, there's Mainz, where Jurgen Klopp played and managed up against Union Berlin. Mainz have only won once all season, currently second bottom and six points adrift of their opponents who sit just outside the drop zone in 15th. That's on Sky Sports in the UK, streamed on ESPN Plus in the States. That's all for today's Daily Football Briefing. I've been Adam Leventhal. Your producers were Abby Patterson and Mike Zimmerman, executive producer Ben Green. If you can drop us a follow for future episodes, that would be hugely appreciated. And Michael Bailey will be back with you tomorrow. The Athletic.